0: Well, hello, and welcome back to the Unbothered Blondes podcast. Today is going to be a solo episode with myself, Randa. And y'all, I'm so excited because if you've listened to the podcast or any of our older episodes, you've probably heard me mention over and over and over that we started before we were ready. We jumped before we really knew what we were doing and that this so-called podcast studio was coming. Well, it is pretty much complete and I am inside of here right now by myself, and this is going to officially be the first Unbothered Blonde podcast that I am doing. Now, I've done one in this room before, but before it was complete, so this is the first one that I'm doing in the completed Unbothered Blondes Podcast studio area, which is also a um, like a content room for me, where I have a backdrop with different like backdrop colors that can change out. A cute little seating, and I share a little bit of it with Grant. There's like a wall with two different desks. So mine has like a TV screen over it for if we're doing um, content shoots, and then Grant has a little desk next to it with some of his like um, high end memorabilia that he does. There are two big closets to this studio. So one on one side is all mine, um, all like media equipment. Lighting, camera equipment, all that kind of stuff. And then the other one is for Grant, again, with organizing his memorabilia stuff because he does have um, one of his businesses. He does, of course, this is much more of a hobby business for him, but he does um, trade and sell a lot of um, very expensive, I guess you could say. I don't know if expensive is the word, but maybe really sought after memorabilia would be the right description. Anyways, I'm in this room and going to dive into my first ever podcast in the completed space and I'm so excited y'all. So today's topic that we're going to be talking about is going to be avoiding burnout, fighting burnout, pacing yourself to where you don't burn yourself out because I know all of those are very realistic for a lot of people that are listening in or maybe my PowerFit members and if you've been training for a long time you can start to feel like that. Um just this time of year like it's um the end of July when I'm recording this, so you don't have that beginning of your rush anymore. It's not the holiday time yet, so I think just the calendar year, you're out for summer, you've probably got all the kids to yourself, you don't have them in school, different things that can maybe make you feel exhaustion or burnout, even if you're like in a location where it gets really, really hot, I know the heat can kind of exhaust people. So that's what today's topic is going to be about, but before we start with that, I kind of want to just give a life update and some different things that have been going on business-wise on my end, and I'll even give a little update for Kate, too. Don't forget, Kate is still going to make some guest appearances on the Unbothered Blondes podcast. She did, a couple episodes back, decide to kind of take a step back from it to avoid her own burnout and set her own boundaries, Um, so don't forget that she is definitely still going to be around. She's just going to be around a little bit less than maybe you were used to. So um, let's see what all is going on in my world. Today is Monday and this upcoming Saturday, Croy, my son, turns one year old. So that's really exciting for me that his first birthday is also following on the day of his party on a Saturday. So we are going really, really big for his first birthday party. I am keeping the theme a secret until I decide to finally reveal and post online. Even everyone that we sent invites to, I asked them to kind of keep it is secret. So I don't know. I'm just really excited about the reveal of the theme because I do think it's very unique. I think it's very fun. Um, I love the color scheme and the branding and the decorations that we get to do with it. And I really just think when Croy gets older, he'll get to look back and think, wow, that was Such an incredible first birthday. And I know it's not something he is going to remember right now, but I also know that it is something that we're going to document for him to look back on and be able to tell him a lot more about it. And, you know, I had a friend that recently said a first birthday party is so much more than just celebrating them, it's celebrating, you know, the parents surviving the first year of life with a little one, and especially as new parents. So we are excited to celebrate with all our family, friends, and loved ones. You'll know that my birthday was just a couple weeks ago. So mine and Kroy's birthdays are exactly three weeks apart. So mine was on Saturday, July 10th. And I decided to do something very quiet and low-key in my own home. We had a very beautiful designed Basically, dinner and party for just me, Grant Croy, and the doggies. And so we had um, a pianist come in, Ashley, the owner of Ashley and Company here, local to Bryan College Station. She's a big time event coordinator. She does a lot of corporate events rather than just weddings and such. I let her just completely take the reins. I just said, I create and design and make decisions and coordinate and delegate all day, every day for my work and my life and my job. And I don't want to have to do that. So I basically said, just tell me what color to wear, which really meant tell me what color shade of pink to wear and I'm just going to show up. So they did everything. I got to be surprised and revealed with all the beautiful decor. Bubble and Giant Balloons came in, made it over the top and beautiful. She actually got um, a local florist, Tamara Mendez, and she actually helped my wedding florist create some things on site for our wedding. So that was really fun and beautiful. We had um, Global Event Catering. They are a wow, over the top catering company here in town. And they came in with private chefs and a server and they even created Croy, his own special menu. It was so sweet and something that I'll always cherish and remember. Of course, we we documented it. We did pictures and videos. I shared a whole blog post at randacaraba.com if you want to go see that. So I now with having a baby who has or even just a son in general, I mean, because he's not always going to be a baby. Having a son in general whose birthday party is so, birthday is so close to mine, I feel like mine will kind of take a back seat when it comes to like the big family and friends and kind of make that more about Croy. So I'll get to see all of my family and friends, you know, just a couple weeks after my own birthday, but really celebrating Croy. And so I don't know, I think like once you kind of become a mom, some things really adjust with where Your priorities are, if that makes sense. And then the weekend after my birthday, we hosted a brunch for the PowerFit coaches and some of the leaders in the PowerFit community. So that was really fun to get to be able to give back to them and really focus on, you know, lots of community and camaraderie and ways to help them grow, ways to keep them encouraged and motivated on their own journeys, as well as the small groups and the lives and people that they lead to have their own success. And we had a couple of guest speakers come in. My friend Sarah Pappas from Houston came in. April, who is actually going to be coming on the podcast very soon. You've probably seen her on some of Kate's posts because she helped Kate a lot with her nutrition starting the beginning of 2020. She came to talk a lot of nutrition and diet type stuff to the leaders of our PowerFit community. And so it was a beautiful um, brunch and I got to reuse a lot of the decorations from my birthday party. So the PowerFit CEO, not CEO, CFO, Chief Finance Officer, aka my husband, was very, very excited that I was able to get two big uses out of such a big um, decoration expense. So that was wonderful. We had last weekend off. Thank God I needed a little break. And then this upcoming weekend is going to be Croix's first birthday. And once you see the theme and all the stuff you'll see that we had to do lots of content creation leading up to the birthday. We're going to be revealing a lot of stuff at the birthday and as well as after. So, you know, I you probably have heard my story before unless this is one of your first podcasts and you can go back and listen to some of our parenting talks or, you know, the getting to know me series and there is some mom guilt that I still have, and I don't think that it overwhelms my life. Um, I don't know if it will ever fully go away, but it is. I'm definitely someone who likes to lean into my emotions, and again, I, I think that I feel this mom guilt, in in not a way that consumes my life, but it's something that I very much do. Pay attention to because I did not aspire or seek or yearn to be a mom before I was one. I almost dislike saying that, but that was my honest to God truth, and that was where my life was. Um, And so I'm not saying that I was completely against it, I just wasn't at the place yet where I thought it was my time. I wasn't very softened up to the idea. I thought I would reevaluate it in a couple of years. And if you know I kind of hadn't softened up, maybe motherhood wasn't for me. Basically, it's just not one of those things that I had the warm fuzzies about and couldn't like wait to become a mom. And I know so many women who are like that. And so it really made me question: was mom life for me? Was I really, you know, made out to be a good mom? And once I had Croy, I would say, especially the first week or two after I had him, everything just changed and clicked. And it's like, I'm a completely different person. I am obsessed with being a mom. I am officially that mom. I'm sure you can just tell by following me online. So I think the reason why I'm making Croix's first birthday such a big deal is, you know, I I talk about kind of having some different hard times of really connecting during pregnancy. When we first found out I was pregnant, it was a shock to me. Um, we were not planning it. It was an unplanned pregnancy and it took me about two months to really process that. And again, those those aren't the ways that I want to feel. I do not like saying that. I know that at one point, my my son will probably listen to these things. I will have a conversation with him and it's gonna kind of break my heart to say that's how it was. But I also know leaning into your truth and diving into your real emotions and your real story is so powerful. And so maybe maybe that was that part of my life to lead up to this big, unexpected, I had no idea how much I would love being a mom and love mom life in general. Now, don't get me wrong. It is hard. It takes a lot more work and delegation and energy and planning and structure and just... Taking care of a, of a little being in their entire life, on top of all the things that I do with my career and my jobs, so yes, there's a lot more to balance, and it's a lot more to balance in a marriage because you don't we not we haven't gotten as much us time um, in this first year. We've definitely had to really. Fight a lot harder to make the time to have just us time as to where before we had a little one, we had a lot more us time together. So, obviously, a lot of changes, but this first birthday party, you know, as much as I had no idea what my world was coming to when I delivered this baby, you know, I was working out up until and I couldn't wait to get my body back. I couldn't wait to see what my body would do after pregnancy. And not that I wasn't excited to meet Croy by any means, but I just had no idea what giving birth would be like. And I was not mentally prepared and nothing could have prepared me now looking back. So now that I know first birthday, what I didn't know back then, I want to celebrate. I want to dive into all the emotions. I want to cry all the happy tears, the sad tears, the um, excited tears. I just want to celebrate so big for his first birthday because I know what I'm getting myself into for his first birthday to where I had no idea what I was getting myself into when I found out I was pregnant with him and when I was giving birth to him. So probably going a little over the top for some listeners out there, but I'm all about you only get one life. This baby's only going to turn one once. So we are going to do it up right. Okay, let's talk fighting burnout and all of those exhausting feelings. So y'all know that I trained really, really hard for my nine-month nine month postpartum uh, fitness pictures. And I it took me a little bit to get them back. I'm never someone who's in a super rush to get things back, even though Instagram loves to see everything right away. Um, so I've been slowly posting them along the way. And I actually posted one last Monday. And I want to read the caption to you because it really resonated with way more people than I expected. And it is kind of what is the inspiration behind today's podcast so i want to start out with that so i shared has anyone else ever gotten to a place where they start to feel too overwhelmed or simply burnt out when it comes to their fitness journey i said i'm personally starting to feel this right now and instead of keeping this to myself i figured that i would share in case someone else is feeling this way so what are some steps that i'm taking to not burn myself out I said that, you know, I'm going to start taking a break from workouts focused on changing my body and simply approaching my PowerFit training from a place of being grateful for my body exactly where it is right now. And I'm moving my body to show myself love. Now, while it's wonderful to set performance goals as well as physical aesthetic goals, I do not believe that that should be the only reason that we decide to show up for our fitness journey each day. I've learned, I learned this firsthand while training through pregnancy when my body was naturally becoming bigger, slower, softer, weaker, and simply more exhausted every single day, no matter how much I stayed consistent and continued to show up for myself, right? Because that's just what the female body does during that season of life. So why would someone keep training if physical results or aesthetics are not the current goal? I think it's simple. It is just so much more important to exercise for the mental and emotional benefits as opposed to only putting noticeable physical progress as your reason why to show up. I mean, that is so much pressure if it's just about physical change and noticeable physical differences, right? So I said, I will continue to work out for myself because when I invest into myself, I am then a better wife, a better mom, a better business owner, boss, friend, friend. And the, and the list goes on, et cetera, et cetera. So I was basically encouraging everyone else to join me and put conscious effort into training for reasons that are so much deeper than just the notable, noticeable physical progress. I want to continue along my journey with positive intentions of simply loving, caring for, and being grateful for my body in the now, just the way it is, without wanting to change the way that I look. And when I allow that internal pressure, that clearly we can all put in, put on ourselves to melt away from all of those said physical uh progress notifi- note changes that we sometimes can just like put the pressure on ourselves to show up to the gym for well then Showing up seems to be easier to embrace when I know I'm showing up for my endorphins, for my mental health, for my clarity, for my me time, rather than that pressure of like, I have to kill it to make sure I'm burning this many calories, to make sure that I am losing this much weight or gaining this much muscle right now. So, you know, fitness really has no end goal. Like, none. There is no finish line. Um, say you reach your finish line of your goal good i mean congratulations but now good luck because it takes continuous work to maintain keeping up with the goal that you've worked so hard to get to right now to keep that long term and sustainable and so living the powerfit way is a true strength training lifestyle it is sustainable long term but for some of us maintenance can be just as much work as you know building losing getting to our goal So I know there's times that I may have to start over, jump back on track, or even change up my mindset along the way, but taking care of my body is so important because I got to spend the rest of my life with me and my body. So for me, self-care and fitness will always be multi, multi-dimensional when it comes to mind, body, and soul. And I just had so many of you reach back saying, thank you so much for sharing that because either I am worried about when I reach my goal, feeling burnt out, or maybe I'm feeling burnt out right now, or you know I don't want the pressure of having to show up just for physical change, or you know what, maybe I'll... I've got a long way to go to get where I want to be physically, but I can be reaping the benefits mentally and emotionally right now from working out. So that's kind of what I want to talk about a little bit more is fighting the burnout. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if you're someone who has been, you know, listening for a long time or even doing PowerFit or doing your own fitness thing, but I feel like at the beginning when it's new and it's exciting and you're starting to see those physical results, it's easier to keep going and keep showing up. But there comes a point where you cannot lose all the fat on your body. You just can't. Your body needs fat to sustain. So, you cannot just always be losing weight, losing fat. Now, you can be building more muscle, increasing your base metabolic rate, and all these things that can help with the long-term maintenance of, you know, keeping your body fat percentage down. But that still takes work. So, Keep in mind, I know some of you are listening that are newer and more excited at seeing those physical results, or maybe some of you used to be in good shape and you kind of let it go. And now you're kind of like, I used to be in good shape. I'm mad at myself. Why am I having to start over? Why did I ever fall off track? Like I always tell people, I'm like, Hey girl, you've been in shape before you've proven you can do it. And there is such a thing as muscle memory. So you can do this again. Now you're starting with experience and with the fact that you know you can do this. Toward the first time you do it, you almost kind of like doubt, like, can I actually do this? And then there's people who are like at the maintain stage. And like I said, maintenance for some people can be a lot of work. It basically depends like how lean you want to stay in your maintenance or how much muscle you want to have at your maintenance, you know, how strict do you want to be in your maintenance? And so those types of things can really vary. And then with that, maintenance takes work. And then, you know, there's women who are going through pregnancy. Like I was just there a year ago. So I'm showing up at the gym, working out, choosing great, you know, nutritional choices, just to watch my body get bigger, slower, weaker, wider, more exhausted. And then postpartum comes and you got all the hormone imbalance and all the emotions and all the feels. So, you know, being a woman, there's just so many different seasons. So you cannot always just be at your peak prime fitness body. Now, some of you maybe can, maybe you can stay there for years. And that is wonderful because that is the goal of power fit is long-term, you know, sustainable fitness. But like me right now, There's no way I could have, where I've recently been, been at my peak in the past couple of years, just because I became pregnant, became a mom and went through a postpartum season. And so I also know that's a lot of our women. And even if you're done having children or you're not going to have children, so that's, you know, not part of your journey, you know, even if you're at your peak, you know, you could get in a a car accident, you could have an injury, Obviously, we hope that injury wouldn't be because of working out because we really do a lot of injury prevention with PowerFit. But life happens. Like, you could literally be having to kind of rebuild your strength from getting really, really sick. I mean, COVID's a thing. And so you could be having you could get COVID and get like the really exhausted version of it. You know, people have different symptoms. Some people lose their taste and smell. Some people have like the sinus infection. You could be like the really exhausted version where you can't work out for a couple weeks and you're having to rebuild back up your strength and your immune system. So, and the pressure of always having to be at your peak, at your pinnacle in all aspects, I'm talking physical, mental, and emotional, I don't think that's always um, realistic either because again, life happens like things within our family or our loved ones or our church family or our children can happen to where, you know, if they're getting bullied or if someone gets an illness or, you know, you hate to think, but things like cancer pop up, you know, with our loved ones and, and people and that can just take like an emotional toll on you. So, really just taking that pressure off is I think what helps me to fight the burnout and not thinking, oh my God, I always have to be at my peak. Because I tell you what, going through pregnancy and showing up every day when my body was doing the exact opposite of showcasing its leanest and its strongest and its most built version of itself is when I think I have connected with the most women ever alongside my journey. And I need to always let y'all know that as much as I like to be fit and in shape and feel good and look good and love the way that I look in front of the camera, like that's just not always going to be the realistic all the time, uh, just like I said, pregnancy and postpartum and dealing with with hormones and you know some women can go through a lot of postpartum depression i 'm very grateful that I did not, but I have been alongside a lot of friends who have, and I definitely went through my own fair share of like hormone imbalance, you know getting back on the birth control after not being on it, getting back to having a period after not having it, all those things. But when I take that pressure off of like I don't have to always look my absolute best, be my absolute best. Like I'm still going to show up even when life isn't as, it even isn't its best. And that's what I really do online is y'all see me with my pimples, my breakouts, you know, my hair when it, when it has roots or my postpartum hair regrowth when it's kind of wild and crazy. Like life is just not always perfect. It's that's just how it is. So. When, I personally take that pressure off and I'm like, I'm just going to go get today's workout in to get my endorphins going, to get 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half, whatever I have to give that day with my schedule and my given um, PowerFit workout of the day. I'm going to invest that time into myself my mental health, my well-being, rather than walking into that workout thinking I have to give this my absolute best. I'm going to make sure I'm burning this many calories. I'm staying, you know, below my calorie deficit because of this energy expenditure. Like it's just so much. And honestly, it's why we don't track calories when it comes to workouts with PowerFit. So I don't know if any of y'all have been feeling burnt out or avoiding burnout, but like it's okay to rest. And, you know, rest and recovery is just as important for your actual muscles whenever you're building them in a fitness um, journey, but also for your mental clarity and your mental health. And I think social media is so much more draining and demanding and quicker and faster than ever before that it's so easy to get sucked up into this. I need to, you know, like just be all these things. And sometimes you just don't. And sometimes you may not even want to show up for anybody for it. You know, I know with what I do with my job, showing up online is a lot of my job. Now, that doesn't mean that when I'm, then there's some things I don't show y'all. You know, some things I need to walk through and deal with myself. Like, y'all know I go to therapy. I'm not recording my therapy sessions and sharing them on social media. You know, that is my journey, my things to dive into Um, And so not every single thing has to be shared, even if you are someone who's listening that's like an influencer or a lifestyle blogger or an online guru or an online life coach or, you know, so many more careers are becoming online now, especially like social media based. So I don't know. I just kind of take that pressure off. Like I don't have to be everything all the time, superwoman. It's okay. I'm going to have times where I kind of slip a little bit and got to rebuild myself back up. And so just knowing that not everyone has the blessing to be able to train their body. I know women who have prosthetic limbs that work out with PowerFit and they inspired the hell out of me. I mean, so much. I know women who are in like physical recovery stages of accidents, of injuries, of unexpected things with health and wellness in their life that they would like to be able to train right now, but that's just not in their cards. And so if you're someone who struggles with, I don't have the motivation, I don't want to do this, but you know, I mean, sometimes that can be hard. Just knowing that my body is a blessing from God it's a temple that I want to take great care of. So yeah, maybe today I'm not going to hit my personal best on squats or deadlift or my all out run. You know, maybe I just don't have sprints in me today, but I'm going to get up, show up and do whatever I can that day without pressure of like how I look or how many calories I burned. I don't know. I hope that I'm kind of making sense that when you kind of take that unnecessary pressure off your shoulders, whatever that may look like for you. And just show up for yourself when you can. Because again, rest and recovery, your body will know when it's needing rest and recovery versus if you're just being lazy and saying, I need rest and recovery and I don't have motivation. Like you'll know the difference, you really will. There'll be times you'll be so sore or run down or like my body just needs sleep or it just needs mindless action of like Netflix and nothing else, you know? And so listening to your body on the on those different seasons is so important because again, there's no finish line. There's no end goal. It's not like a race for how fast someone can get to this said place. Because once you reach that goal or that place, you got to keep going. Even if even if going and continuing to go is just maintaining, you know? So I hope that today's episode kind of helps you to know fighting burnout is a re- reality for myself um, and I want to be here long term. I want to be training and lifting weights till I'm 70, 80, even 90 years old, y'all. And so I know to not burn myself out, I have to do different things, even if that is just like take mental sh- shifts on the ways that I view things. So, right now, you know, I, I did so well in my postpartum journey and lifted all through my pregnancy. And I love the way that I worked so hard and pushed through for my nine month postpartum fitness, you know, picks. But I don't have any big fitness picks planned for the rest of the year. I don't want that pressure right now. I kind of just want to be living and not training. I just want to be training for life and training for maintenance rather than training for some physical aesthetic goal that is more extreme than where I am right now. I just want to love my body for where it is right now. Like, I think that so much of today's day and age is like, I'll be happy when I have this money, I have this car, I get this new house, I get this ring, I get married, I have a baby, I lose weight. Like, I just want to be happy right now. And I am, and I, that is because I'm choosing to be and I'm making a conscious effort to focus on my mental health, myself, my fitness journey, and investing into self-care. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I feel like I'm kind of starting to ramble at this point. It is the very first one in my finished Unbothered Blondes podcast area. I cannot wait until Kate comes back on board to do a guest episode with me. I know y'all miss her. I miss her too. So I am looking forward to that. If you love today's episode, um, please go ahead and screenshot, share this to your Instagram story, tag me and or the Unbothered Blondes page. You know, I would love if you gave us a review on, you know, the Unbothered Blondes podcast page. And then also, you know, I'm always listening for feedback, for future topics, for things y'all want me to dive further into. And I have a couple of guests lined up for that. We actually have three guests lined up in the next six weeks. So that's going to be really exciting to be sharing some new Um, perspective with y'all from some new guests. So thank you so much for listening to the Unbothered Blondes and for continuing to support and encourage everything that I share online. I hope you have a great day and a great week. And remember, if you can think it, believe it, then you can also achieve it. Bye y'all.